Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Are, are Breathe. You, are, are you good? Are we going to have like uh, CPR? Gonna, yeah. Hey, I'm certified. Same. Viable. <laughs> Same. I, we'll just, I just so, got my CPR card in my email today. We'll, uh, we'll save you. Thanks. Don't worry. Appreciate it. Where's the IED? Or not IED. What in the world is really going on? Not IED. AED. Oh, my goodness. Just when we thought he'd make it, here comes Tyler with the IED. What's up, 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 everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Almost Brothers Podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again today. How are you? We love you. Thanks for listening. You're amazing. And, and we good love night. your faces. And good, that's, that's, and good that's good like a like a salutation. That's like, not a goodbye. Bye. That's a hello. That's a what's up. Yeah. That's yeah, nine like of a, them. I counted them. <laughs> Aloha, which I guess could be hello or goodbye. So there's that. Glad we got that established. Yeah. So Rich, how's it going? It's been a long day, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm real good. Long but good. Long but good. There you go. There you go. Tata, how are you doing? I'm sweaty. I, I, I thought it was going to be, so, dude. I swear. I thought that was going to be. I'm sweaty. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We just got done playing ball. It was uh, It was nice. It was a good good few games. Hoot hollering, sweaty time. It was. Yeah. Zane Very said so. that when he heard us first say that we were going to play ball, he just assumed pickleball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would have been right 99% yeah. of the time. Yeah, well, if we I don't have an indoor court. Right. Yeah. And it's rainy and cold right now, so you can't really. Yeah. I really want an indoor court. Yeah. Well, that's what I told it. That's what I was telling Tyler on the way there. If we ever get a net, you could set it up on a court like that and just yeah. play yeah. And play on the court. If nobody else is, you know, if nobody else is there playing, right, right. just steal the one from uh, the park. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen these three men? Just uh, our, our three just pictures. Joking. We yeah. don't condone stealing. Oh, don't podcast. do that. Don't do that. Yeah, none of that. None of that. Just kidding. You know, do JK. not try this don't, at home. Right. Don't don't do as we right. as we speak. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about honoring leadership and and just being able to what was it called the chain of command. Just being able to make sure yeah. that you. You know, humble yourself, know where, know where you're placed at, not only just in ministry, because we work, you know, in, in ministry, but in all aspects, you know, whether you're at, you know, at a job or in the military or on a basketball team, I mean, it's whatever, there right. is a chain of command that you go to. You know, there's a reason why there's team captains, there's, you know, things like that. So, yeah, let's, let's kind of just jump into it. What are some things that you've seen? Let's start just in ministry, some things that y'all have seen in ministry that, that you see, so let's start just with leadership and being able to equip those to not have to come to you all the time, to also be able to, hey, I put you over this, right. well, to equip people to, to be able to take care of that. You had a sermon one time that was stay in your lane, mm-hmm. and I think that is that is step one. If you're put in charge of something, that's you. Stay there. Don't try to, don't try to veer off and take care of other people's stuff and but it, and we've talked about it before. If if the pastor or whoever puts you in charge of something, let them be in charge of it. Right. Don't don't come over there and be like, oh, you're not doing this right, or oh, you're not doing. You know, this is not what I wanted for. This is not. No, if you want them to run it, let them be. Yeah, and and let them know the vision of what you want right. for that. You know, do that up front so that you're not having to go to them and say, oh no, this is how I want it. This is how I want it. If you're up front with them as a leader and equipping them correctly. They know what the vision is for that. They know what's in your heart and what you want for that area. Right. And then you give it to and let them run with it. You know, don't micromanage. Nobody likes being micromanaged. Right. But also nobody likes just being thrown out there and not knowing what you're, ex- right. what you're expecting them to do. Yep. You know, have you, have you ever been in that position where you're just like, all right, here, go do this. And then it seems like everything you do is wrong. It's like, but you're not telling me what, right. like you didn't, you weren't clear at what you wanted out of yep. this. So like, what do you want? Yeah. That was that was when I was bartending at Red Lobster. I trained for, I, before that, I knew nothing about bartending. I trained for two days, and by training, I meant made two drinks and there's helped, bottles that you help help <laughs> right help with dishes the rest of the time. And then they're like, "All right, you're on your own uh, tomorrow." And then here I am, so I'm with, with drink orders, and I'm taking ten minutes to make a simple little drink. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And then, and then the the bar manager is like, "Let's talk after your shift." I'm like, okay. He's like, he's like, "So what do you know?" Nothing. <laughs> I know the two drinks you taught me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not, barely. I had to read the recipe, but right. but he's like, "So what do you know?" I was like, "Nothing." He's like, "What did you get trained on?" I said, "This one thing." And I did dishes the rest of the night. Yeah. He's like, "So do you think we should probably you know train you a little longer?" Like. Probably, yeah, because I mean, you saw like he's he saw me there with like 10 plus drink orders, and it's a Monday, mm. and I'm over here like I don't know what I'm doing, and people are waiting on drinks and stuff. And it's like it's that's and I've been under different kinds of leadership too, where that's the same thing. It's like you know, if you're obviously you're on that same team, if you got people that you're putting under you you want to accomplish the same goal. You're just making it harder on yourself as a leadership. If you're not equipping them with the knowledge and tools and anything else they need to at least be somewhat efficient at what they're doing. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Cause you're going to have to come up behind them and, and yeah. do it anyway, yeah. you know, and and, and, and being the leader, you've got other things to worry about, but yeah. now you've got to step aside from your leadership position to help in this one area. Well, don't take, something over that you're completely unqualified to do. Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm working under Mike here at Remnant, he knows that I'm not a preacher. I'm just not, and that's fine. So I stay in my lane, and I I, I teach. You know, I do the, the men's group. It's, it's fine to admit, hey, I appreciate the opportunity. I just can't do that. Right. You know? Yeah, admitting your weak, knowing right. your weaknesses, you right. know, and that that's – a good sign of a good leader is knowing, okay, here's my weaknesses. Right. Here's what I can't do, but here's the things I'm good at knowing right. that. And not just mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to just try to be good at all these things and try to juggle all this, even though I know I'm bad at these five things, right. you know, knowing it, it, it's staff, your weakness, get people in there that can do the things that you're not capable of doing, right. you know, fill in the gaps, be able to do that. And that's, that's what, what it's all that's about. That's my stuff all the time. They're working with, uh, people with intellectual and developmental <clears throat> disabilities. I tell them, I was like, I'm not the kind of person that can do y'all's job. Mm -hmm. I, I can manage people, but you know, I trust y'all more than I trust myself to do that job. Yeah. And you know, with that being said, you know, I try to show, I try to show as much appreciation towards them as much. And, uh, and speaking of weaknesses, y'all know about my, my, uh, bad memory. I'm always telling them. Like, you do. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> That's crazy. I That's crazy. <laughs> now I'm always telling them, uh, like if they tell me something at night, they need, there's a day off. They gotta, they can't work. I'll be like, all right, text me tomorrow. <laughs> remind me again. Well, I'm in, cause I've got, so I've got an L shaped desk. I'm probably, I probably said this before. I got an L shaped desk on the right side, 20, 30 sticky notes of just, uh, reminders. So yeah. I'm always, I'm always, if I'm doing something on the laptop, I'm always just going to glance over and, and look at it. Yep. Like I remember, can't remember. People can't see me, but <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't. They can't that's see him me. glancing. Yeah, that's, that's, glancing. that's the glance. That's glancing at. But I'm, you know, and that's one of the things I've done to, you know, that's a weakness of mine. But at least to, I guess, make up for it. So it's not, what's the word? It's not like a liability. Yeah. You know? And and being secure in yourself as a leader and knowing it's okay to be bad at these things. Like I am not good at, at, oh, it's coming down, man. It's coming down out there. It's raining. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I'm not good at, at being able to have a bunch of things going at once. Like I've kind of, I, I really like to, if I start something, I want to get it done. Like I don't want to juggle five different things. So being able to be secure in that knowing I got to put people over these other things because I'm, I'm, I'm focused on this thing or these couple things. And I need to focus on these and get done with them before I move on to something else. Knowing that and being secure and saying, hey, I trust you to go and do this. Even when you get praise for it and, and me being a leader, I know I'm not getting the praise. For, that's okay with me. I put you over that. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. I hope you get recognition for that. Because a lot of leaders, they'll put somebody in those positions, but then they'll start getting shine in those in those things. And then the leader go, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Okay, now now I'm getting insecure because you're getting, right. I'm the, I'm the, but I'm the leader here. Right. You know, That's, and they're not okay with, with somebody else getting that, 
shine. That's the military in a nutshell. Yeah. That is exactly it. I don't know how many times uh, my platoon had done something and our platoon sergeant or staff sergeant got an award for it. Yeah. That's that's the worst. It's the worst. Like they'll get like like say like say I did something completely stand stand out, you know, with the rest of the platoon. My staff sergeant or platoon sergeant, they'll get uh a Navy Navy achievement medal. I'll get a certificate, yeah. maybe. Well that's that's the weird different thing about ministry is is you know, when you do these support roles, you go into that knowing that you're probably not going to get recognized for mm-hmm. everything you do. Yeah. And that's fine. That's that's not why we do it. Right. So, you know, when that's that's why it's great serving under you to because you do that, you know, you make sure that you you give credit where credit is due and give praise when needed. But that's not that's not what you're supposed to do. And that goes for anything. Like if you're in a job or whatever, and you're in a supporting role, take that supporting role and, and do the, do the best you can with it. At some point, if you work your way up, you will be in that leadership role, right. you know, wait your time, Put that's the problem with jobs in general right now. Nobody wants to work their way up anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. wants, I want to be the CEO tomorrow. Right. So what have you done? Well, I worked at the drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> right. Well, you're not qualified. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, well, and that's good. And, and, and that kind of segues into another thing is, you know, good leaders make sure that that the people working under them know that they're appreciated and they're wanted and they're heard and not just, oh, you done your job. That's what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody does that, especially right. now. It's hard to find really good people that yep. are dedicated. So make sure that you go to those that are under you and say, hey, I appreciate you. You are seen like what right. you're doing doesn't go unseen. It may go unseen by everybody else, but it does not go unseen by me. That is the marks. Of, that's the people that people want to follow. Right. That's the leader that people want to follow. And that's, that's something I've learned from you, because being in a small church ministry, uh, volunteers and help is hard to come by. And like I said, the kind of job that my staff do, that's, I'm not, I'm I'm not fit for that job. So I I try to always make sure anytime I communicate or interact with them, say something or do something just to show, you know, their work is appreciated and their time's appreciated and all that. Cause I, if I got them, I want to keep them. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a specifically tough gig. I've, I've done that work with developmentally delayed people. It is, it's a hard job and you yeah. don't get paid near what it's worth yeah. as is most healthcare jobs in right. general. But, but that is a tough gig. Yeah. And I think that, you know, first of all, I appreciate y'all saying that because I've, I've been on the opposite side of that right. many times being, you know, in ministry for so long where you do, you, you come in and you find, and a lot of it, I mean, unless you're at a mega church, a lot of the work is on volunteer. Right. So you do, you go in and you feel underappreciated and unseen and you don't do it for recognition, but after a while it just becomes, you can't, like, you can't oh help but God. feel yes. unappreciated. So you're like, you know, you know, you go so many years and it's pastor appreciation day and you've right. been here busting your tail and you've been here as much as the lead pastor and you've been here doing stuff behind the scenes and you're just kind of overlooked right. mm-hmm. and that, that just naturally gets to you. Yeah. You know, so I think that God allowed me to go through those seasons to say, Hey, look, you know how you felt? Never make, never let somebody right. feel that way. Always let them know to a point of exhaustion, you know, that they're appreciated. Like, okay, dude, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. I I feel awkward. Now. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> but I, I want to make sure because it is, it's hard to find, it's hard to find good people that are willing to do that because it's such a hard thing is doing it just on volunteer. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know you worked right. 10 hours today, but can yep. you come and help me up here? Mm-hmm. Or, Hey, I know you're tired and you would like a weekend where you don't have anything going on, but yeah. I really need your help. And for people to not only be willing to do that, but be happy to do that, right. mm-hmm. you know, cause they know, you know, it's going for something bigger is, is very rare. It really is. You know, again, you, you see it at these mega churches because they're in a, you know, a city of, right. 2.5 million people you know it's a little easier to get you know 100 volunteers right. out of 2.5 million people but at small churches you know I, I told y'all this last night um at youth it's like it's it's amazing to look at our leadership because it's like it's just so awesome yeah. just to see people that are willing to volunteer and willing to drive and willing to be there for stuff and willing to work and and have a smile on their face and be excited to be there it really is a rare thing so 
y'all really do our leadership here really makes it easy right to to lead it really does you know and and of course there's gonna be hard days but it really helps having all of y'all so y'all are it, would, awesome. it would help even more if you weren't wearing a pink hat why are you hating on my hat man it's, a, it's horrible it's no a it's terrible not terrible hat dude this is this is where it's at right here is that, is that salmon or is that just tyler is is weirdly pink? just quiet over there this is baby pink it, it's For not those baby that, pink, it's Zaley's. <laughs> wow, buddy, you got the whole squad laughing. Darn right they're laughing. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't over. It I feel like, oh. it, I, feel like <laughs> I heard like a little stream in the background of that. <laughs> just crickets. There's a stream, too. <laughs> he said, oh. <laughs> that is so funny. So, So what are some of the things that that you yourself see because we're, we're all, I, I think this is where a lot of people get it messed up is they think that they're not, they don't have influence or they're not leaders because they're not leaders like at their job right. or, or whatever, but we're all leaders in many aspects of our lives. You know, we're husbands, we lead our house, we're fathers, we lead our homes where, you know, you, you have a staff under you, you, you work for, you know, a bunch of different States that you're going to, you know, you're over people. Right. So what are some things that you see that you, yourself need to work on in those roles Tyler? i could start I could, i'll start and give you all a second to think okay um so so for me i know one thing I, i've got to do is is stop doubting myself so much yeah you know like nobody wants to follow a leader that isn't confident in their leading like again even if you're running us into a brick wall if you're confident and you're over i'm i'm gonna trust you i know we're going the wrong way but i'm here with you let's go I'm going to follow you. If you're confident and we're doing this, I'm looking at you going, maybe he knows something I don't because I trust him. And we do it. And usually those leaders that are confident and they do it are the same ones that go, that's my bad. I went, I should have went right. We went left. That's my bad. Let's correct this. You know, so I know that's something I doubt myself way too much. Uh, Two things about me, I guess, as a a leader. One, it was mostly – because of my job, because this is my first kind of managerial uh, job that I've had. I'm learning a lot. Um, one, micromanaging. And it's to the point, it's it's uh, gotten to the point where it's like, I'm micromanaging and they welcome it. Yeah. So it's like I'm being encouraged to micromanage. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do, do you find yourself micromanaging, but then getting upset when they come to you with everything? In a sense, I, I get frustrated when they come to me with things that I've already answered yeah, quite right. a bit. Yeah. Or when, I, like, one thing I'm, I harp on them so much constantly, almost every day, is communicating. Yeah. And not just with me, but with each other as coworkers. Yeah. So it's like that one night at uh, <clears throat> the Branson trip where my phone was getting blown up because this was one person was so fun. Was <laughs> oh, sorry. It was so fun. Calm it was a good time. down. I just like as soon as I said the Branson. I'm sorry. My bad. As soon as I said Branson. Trip, flashbacks. As soon as I said Branson. Trip, I just looked the fireplace. The fire. It's all nice. Sorry, go ahead. Anyways, so yeah, I, my phone was getting blown up because this one person that was supposed to work that night hadn't shown up yet. Well, there's two workers at the house. One of them was blowing up my phone. The other one, I told them, hey, they're going to be about a half hour late. So that's kind of one of those things. Y'all are sitting right next to each other. Right. Why don't you? talk to each other and figure that one out yeah. because one of you got the information. Yeah. And, that, and that's, and that's one thing when y'all talk to me about that. And that's, that's as soon as I got back to work is something I started working on was one, not micromanaging two, starting to delegate those responsibilities so that I don't have to be mm-hmm. uh, a micromanager. Cause that's yeah, Cause, and I, and I, I was talking to a, uh, our HR lady, she kind of was basically training me for the first good while. Um, and she basically said, said the same thing. She's like, use your staff. Yeah. Like not just use them for, you know, the job they're doing, but use them for those things. Like they're yeah. getting paid to do it. Use them for that, for that way. And I, I've got a house that has a, a team lead and I never even think about that house Yeah, because he's got taken care of. And that was that that was put into place before I started working there. So I'm, I'm in the process of putting that into place in my, my uh, other houses. But 
yeah, I don't ever think about that house. I, I'm actually trying to get on myself about going to visit them more because it's hard to get to bluff, but I don't ever think about it. So I don't ever think about going up there. When I ask that, because I know, I know some of the people that I've been under that like to micromanage are usually the same ones that get upset when you're coming to them, asking them questions. They're like, just do it. Like I put you in charge of it. And it's like, but you didn't though. Like you, every little thing you want to know about. So I come to you and I know, and now you're confused and you're upset and you're frustrated because you don't feel like you're over it, but they expect you to be over it and you don't know how to function and the one time you do something without them right now you tell right and you're like i don't know what to do like do you want me to tell you do you not like what do you want to know what do you not want to know like why am i even over it and i and i've told i've told them i said you know for the 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 people that i'm looking to put kind of in charge of that thing uh i tell them like if it's something you think that i need to be included on by all means tell me i'd rather you tell me and me say okay you know that's something if if you feel like you can handle it, you know, that's fine. You you can keep me out of it, but I would rather them tell me something that I don't necessarily need to know than them think, well, I don't want to bug him. And then it explode into a bigger situation, which is what happened while we were on the trip. Yeah. Um, Well, and you, you learn from the greatest leader of all time is Jesus. Okay. And that's what he did. He said, God has given me authority. I give you the authority. And he sent his disciples out two at a time to go and preach and teach and and lay hands and do all these things. He gave them the authority and said, go. He didn't say, all right, we're all going to go and I'm going to watch you and I'm going to be standing here and I'm going to make sure that you do the thing. He said, no, he said, go, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to struggle. Like some of y'all maybe not be able to talk very well. You know, it's okay. Just go. I've given you the authority. Go. Yeah. You know, and that's what, that's what we need to do as leaders. Equip. We, we disciple, we equip, we send. That's what you're supposed to do, you know, but we like to disciple, we like to equip, and we like to keep and manage because it makes us feel mm-hmm. like we're in charge. Yeah. And the, sec- the second thing I was going to get to is like uh, with it being my first job, like as a manager, it comes with, for me, it comes with <clears throat> insecurity because I, I hate the feeling of think of maybe someone thinks I'm not doing my job or I'm trying to pass responsibilities right. off onto someone else. Cause that was the, that was when I was talking to our HR lady about that. Like, I don't want, you know, her or the boss or whoever above me thinking he's just making other people do his job for right. him. I, Oh man, that's, <laughs> I hate thinking that so much. And, and that's one of those things I've, I have to kind of figure out and balance and really get a, a grip of, you know, what, what responsibilities do I need to keep and what responsibilities can I delegate? Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was like, there was a saying, it's like being hands on. There's like three different types of leaders. It's like hands on hands off and something else, you know, and learning that a good leader, a sign of a good leader is having the people under you do what needs to be done when you're not there. So I think that actually what, what would happen is, once you once you set up those things and your people are doing things the way they're supposed to, they're going to look at you, even though you're not as involved, hands-on, they're going to look at you and go, that's a good leader because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing in his absence. You know, so I know that's, that's it's kind of like one of those things where you're lined up and you're doing wall sits in basketball practice and coach turns around or runs to the locker room real quick. And what happens usually is – the worst players are the ones that are standing and they're kind of looking, waiting on coach to get back. And then once he goes walk back in, oh, they're back down now instead of doing what they're supposed to do in his absence. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. All right. Rich, what about you? What's some things you see in your leadership to work on? Well, in my work, I don't really have a leadership role beyond I take care of the truck, you know? Well, there you go. And it, it used to aggravate me because, when I first started, my boss would, you know, he just kind of left it up to me to do everything with the truck, you know, get the oil change and service and all that stuff. And it's like, and now I understand that he did that because I can and I yeah. do. So it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal to do that. Uh, personally, um, I need, I need to take more of a leadership role in my family, you know, and it's, it's, it's biblical. Yeah for the man to lead the house. And that that's, I know that's not a popular 
theory these days. But How dare you? I know. <laughs> I'm a misogynist. <laughs> but that is biblical that, that the man is supposed to lead the household, and I just need to take a not a stronger hold on my house by any means. It's not chaos or anything like that. It's just, you know, things that can kind of go astray if you're not really paying attention to them. Yeah. You know, that, that really need to be buttoned up and we're working on it. You know, me and Jennifer are in a really, I talked to you about it today. We're in a really good place. Like we've been working on our marriage for a while now and we're, we're getting there, man. We're really getting to where, I see her working toward change and and I'm working toward change and it's 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 uh it's pretty awesome to see God working in our marriage and in oh, our yeah. household so we just have to stay strong in that. And that goes for everybody, you know. I mean, you may be a single mother or you may be, you know, a a single man with no right. kids like, you know, you, whoever it is the lead the lead of your household right. is you do, you've got to work on yourself to make sure that that house runs the way it right. should. You know, that was, you know, in, in my dad's absence when he was, you know, fighting for our country overseas, mom was the leader of our household. Right. So she had to make sure everything was done. And I, I commend her for that is like, even though we didn't have money growing up, we always had what we needed when we needed it. You know, if, if we were going to homecoming or if I needed basketball shoes or whatever, her and dad, which mom being in the household and dad being overseas, they always made sure we, we had what we needed you know, at that time. So being able to be the leader of our household was something that I always looked up to her and like, man, you do such an amazing job at just figuring stuff out. You know, we're short on money. We don't know how we're going to do it, but she figures it out. That's the way my mom was too. You know, my dad wasn't around at all. And, uh, uh, we, I had a stepdad, but he was drunk 98% of the time. So, so she did that, you know, she, she took that single mother role and, and she, she did everything. She was awesome. And, I'm I'm who I am because of her. Yep. And it but it's a tough role. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's a it's a tough thing to fill both shoes. And just leading shoes. Just leading is tough, man. Yeah. It really is, you know, with with weight and eyes on you at all times. It's really a tough thing. Because you're 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 struggling yourself, but you've kind of got to keep it together for those that are looking up to you or looking to you for answers or for, you know, being in line. And it's like, man, and it's like you 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 almost feel like you don't get any days off. You're like, man, I got to have it together today, even though today I'm struggling. Right. I just got to have it together. I got to have it together. I got to have it together. But it's okay. So any any leader, and again, we all lead in some aspect of our lives. Understand that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to have some downfalls. It's okay to slip. It's okay to to say, you know what, I, I fell short today as a leader in my house, as a husband, as a pastor, right. as a manager whatever it may be it's okay like don't beat yourself up too much of course look at it okay i need to fix that i need to do better but like just don't beat yourself up like people will throw in the towel because it's just too hard yeah you know i mean i've I've been to that point many times where it's 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 like man this is just too tough and i just don't want to do it anymore well and i've done that you know with with previous marriages because it was pre-salvation you know so it i didn't understand what marriage was what being a husband and a leader was so when it got tough i was like ah i'm out i'm done i don't yeah. want to i don't want to do this and i feel like a you know a sign of good leadership is no no matter who is it's you're leading whether it's your your family your wife or staff employees that are under you on those days if you've if you've been a good leader and you've had one of those days that's what, that's what the people under you are for are for support on right. those days. Yeah, because it's you know I see the way I see marriage is, in, at least in my opinion, you want to strive for fifty fifty, but it's not going to be fifty fifty. Yeah, there are days where it's going to be seventy thirty, yeah. eighty twenty, but that's why the other person's there. Yeah, right. yeah, and and those are the best marriages where one person just have we call it a funk in our house. You know, we'll, we'll just kind of let each other know, like, I'm just kind of in a funk. Yesterday, I was in a funk. So I, Jamie knows me. I told her, you know me better than anybody on the planet. As soon as I walked in from service, she knew there was something wrong with me. So she's like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just going to go take a nap. Like, I'm just kind of in a funk. She And she understands that. And she, you know, just, oh, okay, okay, well, you just go in there and I'll get I'll get this stuff done. And just kind of quietly supporting me right 
you know, when, you know, I get up, she's like, Hey, are you, you know, are you okay? Is everything okay? What do you need? Like is, you know, and just being able to do that as partners, right. Being able to know that and lift each other up in those days where we feel less than is, is awesome. And that's what, again, that's filling in those gaps. When, when I fail, she lifts me up. When she fails, I lift her. And same with, you know, with everybody here at the church, it's like, you know, Hey, I can't do this today. Do you think you can do this for me or help me with this or go here or go, you know, do this. And it's, it really it makes things work. So it's like a well oiled machine, man. It's it's, it's it's beautiful. It's so important to have that appreciation there too. Yeah, you know, to you know, the last couple of days I've been taking care of Jennifer because she's been sick as a dog. Everyone's what does that, that mean? Saying. I don't know. <laughs> like what exactly does that mean? It, sorry, it means it's rough. I didn't mean to trigger uh, your ADHD. See what I did there? It means wow. it's rough. Uh, oh, that was good. Thank you. Oh, that was I'd good. like to thank my parents, my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> As he saying. didn't hesitate. So was, anyway, you know, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so last night she thanked me for you know taking care of her and taking care of stuff for the last couple of days, and yeah. that was that meant the world to me just to have that thank you. Yep. You know, just showing that appreciation, not just expecting it because yeah. you're married and that's the way it's supposed to it be. It goes a long way, man. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yep. Because I remember, I think it was me, you, and Tristan, maybe, and we were getting like a couch or a something for your house. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming in and y'all kind of got into it because, you know, we're doing, we did this all day long and we come in and she's just, you know, silent. Right. And I think, and again, this is attacking Jen Bunny, Lord. (laughs) Calm down, woman. I want to breathe. I'm sorry, Bunny. Don't, this isn't right. She will cut you for sure. First 48. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we, we all do this. Yeah in our lives with especially the people that are closest to us is we just expect things to happen. Right. And when things happen, we just kind of overlook it and go about our day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're like, um, how about a thank you for the guys that have spent all day right. helping us do this. And it, it was, it, it was something that I took out of that. Cause I'm like, that's something that I do. I do that a lot. Yeah. When Jamie does something, when you get home and dinner's cooked, mm-hmm. you get home and there's times where like, she'll, she'll get me, she'll get me a Red Bull or something. And it's like, thank you. Right. Like, I, don't overlook those moments of, of the people in your life doing these things for you. It's like, man, I pre- it could be a text. It could be whatever. Just thank you for that because that, that, those things kind of lift you up and, and many times go un, un, unnoticed and unseen right. and, and just kind of looked over. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Just to have that, that little bit of thank you. That's just good leading. Like, that, yeah. that is good. That is good leadership. When you can, when you can have somebody, when you can have the, the cleaning lady feel appreciated. The right. the person out in the parking lot, you know, getting people inside knows that they're appreciated. That's right. when you know there's a good leader. It's not just about the the pastor and the youth pastor and, and the the praise and worship team and all these. It's everybody right. in the organization from management down saying, Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. You and are it, saying and it has that's to come awesome. from everybody. You know, yeah. it's not just the pastor's job to thank the cleaning lady mm-hmm. or the people in the parking that's lot. Good. You know, it's it's if you see somebody doing something, especially if it's something that they're not necessarily directly in charge of, hey, thanks for doing that. You yeah. know, it takes two seconds of your day to make somebody else's day. Oh, dude. And it will and it will make somebody's day for yeah. sure. Just like, oh, that was nice. Just that's a nice text, man. And both of y'all have hit me with that just randomly. Like, you know, right. I'll be at school or whatever. It's like 1030 and one of y'all texts me. I'm just like, well, that just made my day. He's like, dang. There, he's over there blushing. Yeah. Right. I'm Mr. Like, Simmons, who got you blushing? Uh, man. Is that your wife? I know. Uh, <laughs> man named Big Rich. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, that sounds so bad. Like, uh, it's not what that sounds like. That's I'm a, sorry. That's I said, a prison like, movie. Right. <laughs> and kind of like you, you were saying a while ago, it doesn't take the pastor to right. to show appreciation to someone but i feel like a good sign of leadership is when you've got people under leadership uh showing the initiative to do to take on some kind of yeah. responsibility right. yeah. instead of waiting to be told yeah because that comes that comes from they they mirror that they that's what they see in their leader now i'm going to do that yeah i see him doing that i see him patting somebody on the back and saying thank you i'm gonna do that i worked at hefner furniture back in the day you know in the dark days <laughs> in, the, in the dark days <laughs> but slug hefner, they had furniture in the they 18 one or two pieces oh, okay. i was but about to say the early 90s slug oh. hefner he's an old school guy but he taught me so much about management it is crazy but i remember one time he put trash like at there's 
two entrances that the employees came in. So he put trash at both entrances and he waited a few days and nobody ever picked up the trash. So in a sales meeting, he told everybody, Hey, I've had trash sitting right by the doors for the last three days and nobody picked it up because it wasn't your job to do so. Yeah. And it's just like, it really hit me like, yeah, yeah how long that, would that have taken? Right. And I, at t- still to this day when I'm at work and I see trash, I'll, I'll pick it up, you yep. know, see something that I can do, some little thing that I know needs to be done yep. that I can help with. Those things that go unseen mm-hmm. is what builds a leader. Right. When the people under you don't see it, but you're still doing it. That's what builds integrity to now when you come out and show them how how you want, like, here's the vision. You've built integrity up to get to that point to where now what you're saying is is in you. Right. It's built in you. When you're cleaning toilets when nobody's here mm-hmm. and nobody knows and right. nobody's ever going to know, but now you go to people and you say, hey, we're here to serve. You could say that with confidence because you're doing it when nobody's looking. Right. Because that's what you want to instill in people, even though they don't know you just cleaned the toilet. They don't right. know you just swept or whatever. That is what builds a good and that again, we talked about people want to skip over. You want to skip from just hired to CEO. Right. But you don't want to do CEO things. Right. You know, you don't want to you you want to be who's the guy who run uh, Jeff Bezos hit right. Amazon. You want Amazon now. You don't look at when it was about to go bankrupt and he was about right. to give up. Right. You you don't want that part. You want the good part. You know, you don't want the behind the scenes and the work and the headaches and the heartache and all these things that go with it. But that's what builds a good leader. Well, what you said about learning from Jesus, the leader, Mark ten forty five, I think is what it is. You know, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as ransom for many. That's that's it. Yeah. We're to serve. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's not hard to do, but we and we overlook it. We just we just shine over it, and it's just like it's expected of us to do, and nobody wants to. And that's the problem nowadays is nobody wants to be courteous anymore. Yeah. Like it's so much effort to say thank you or you're welcome or or please. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Takes some humility. Yeah. I, I used to get I used to get upset at mom because she would she would always want to sneak and take a picture. Like I'll be at Revive cleaning the toilets right. or sweeping or just being there on a random day. <laughs> I can see her smile. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I know like it, it was the day I got ordained. Okay. So I'm up there and I just, I came in early cause everybody was showing up to me and then we were heading over and I was just like, man, this is dirty in it. So I just started vacuuming and she snuck in and got a picture and put it on her Facebook and oh, right. like, I'm like, don't do that. Right. Like that. I, I get it. it. It may inspire somebody, but that's not what I do this for. Right. I was going to say, and, yeah. Yeah. Not, cause, and that may even give people a bad taste in their mouth about yeah. you personally. Yeah. And it's and, not bad. By, yeah. by no means am I saying that's bad. Like, I, I it, it, it drives me crazy when people get mad at, you know, when people are like giving money to the homeless or, and they, they film it or take a picture right. and they want to inspire somebody. That's cool. As long as the heart behind it is good. But, I don't want someone else taking a picture of me serving behind the scenes because in inevitably somebody will say that was a, that was a setup. Right, right, and I, I mean, and and it's like I hope that inspires somebody. I really do. I really do. I hope that that shows them. Oh man, that's awesome. You know, he's. I'm, I mean, in my suit, you know, and yeah. I was vacuuming. It's like that's awesome, but I don't. I didn't. I don't want that in those moments. Right. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather, okay, cool. Pictures of me if I'm preaching or, or, you know, hanging out with the kids or whatever. Awesome. But my service, let it just be my service. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that shown because that's not, that's not my heart. You know, there's, there's a lot of things I like. I like doing and people walk in and going, Hey, who, this was messy. Like what happened? Who right. done this? And just not knowing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. And there will be those that will run. That was me. That was me. That was me. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. And we've had those. Yeah. A lot of people that when the leader comes, boy, they're ready to make sure they're (laughs) seeing. It's cleaning. (laughs) See me? You see me over here cleaning? Look look what I'm doing. And that's fine. You know, I mean, if that's that's your thing. But it's all about the heart that's behind it. Right. You know, just, you know, if your heart's in the right place, I think you're doing all right. True that. Another thing I've I've come across in my job is uh, giving your 
leaders grace even when you know they mess up mm-hmm. like you know i i wouldn't call myself the best manager or the best boss in the world but you know if people come to me hey i need a day off okay i'll do what i can right. or you know things like things like that i'll do everything i can and then there's you know there's one instance uh over the branson trip something happened it wasn't a huge issue but i forgot to tell someone something and it was just automatically it's just yeah that one thing yeah it's like man like <clears throat> i'm trying i'm yeah. trying y'all like please and it usually comes from those that have never been in that position and they don't know that because usually those that come out of that position go, mm-hmm. I get it, man. Right. It's all good, man. Right. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, and but, for that reason, I try to be super transparent with them and not, not like push it on them. Like y'all are just like, there's so much I'm doing and y'all stress me out. But you know, I try to be like, I try to tell them like, you know, when they ask for days off, you know, I, I tell, I tell them I'll do everything I can. Yeah. That's not to say, that's not saying That's yes. Not you're going to get that day right. off. <laughs> yeah. Or right. no, you yeah, can't get sure. that day off. Like I'm going to do what I can, but you know, and then people asking for uh, different hours or different shifts. Like I get it. There's only so much I can do though. Yeah. Like, I'll do what I can, but there's only so much that I can do for you. And it's one of those things like <clears throat> in those moments, like if you've got someone that's doing like in those situations, doing stuff to help you out or doing things for you that you've asked them to do. And, you know, there's one, they make a mistake big or small, you know, uh, having some sort of grace towards them. It's in that situation would have been encouraging for me because that would, would almost seem like a reflection of my leadership on them. Yeah. Seeing that, I you know I try to do a lot for them, and oops, I messed up. My bad. And they're like, "That's okay. You're good. Yeah. You, I, we know you have a bunch on your plate." But it was, it was kind of discouraging in that moment. Like, like, yeah, because I try to be tra- transparent about you know, there's a lot I'm doing. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be that. Oh, I've got so much going on, but you know, that's the tr- that's the truth. I've got a lot going on with the job. You know, kind of you know, give me give me uh, just a little bit of a break there you know and i think that that has ruined a lot of good leaders is, yeah. is not having that because then they just go you know what forget it i'm just right. yeah you, you know what you whatever think you can set, do it better do right, it yourself right whatever set it's gonna stay set i'm not even i'm not gonna stress myself out no more yeah. no i'm yeah. not gonna change it because when i do try to change it and i'm not able to y'all want to gripe so no nobody mm-hmm. nobody no more no no changing everything's gonna stay the same or they just give up they say mm-hmm. forget it man like yeah. can't make these people happy because again, it comes from people that's never had to do that. Right. They, if I, well, if I was the leader, I'd do it this way. Well, then be the leader. Like, please feel free. Yeah. Please do. Like, <laughs> if you were there when that position was open, right? It's like, well, oh, and I've, I've worked at jobs like that before where they set the schedule two weeks in advance, and that yeah. was it. You, yeah. I mean, if you need it off, you better let them know. Yep. Because they ain't changing it. Yep. And I bet that I bet they probably started where they're like, okay, we get it. We'll try right. to move some things around. And they it was a headache. And they said, forget it. If it's right. set, mm-hmm. it's set. Well, that was why Jennifer left her last job. And it was just horrible management, poor communication, yep. bad scheduling, bad. I mean, it was bad IT. It was yep. just all bad. I yep. mean, it was just just a poorly ran company. And you can tell. I mean, you can tell, especially in a in a customer service type business. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell when you go in a gas station if it's not being managed yep. properly. You know, there's a there's eight. I'm not going to say any names, but there's two gas stations that are the same in this town. One of them you go into, and you can tell that they're managed better than the other one. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's painfully obvious. Yeah, and it there's nothing better than watching good leadership in action. Mm-hmm. It's just like you you walk into a church and you and you go. The pastors got it together here. Like right. he, he, they've done a good job. They've gonna, they've done a good because you see it in their people. They're people that are greeting at the door. The people that are at the coffee shop. The, the praise and worship team. Everything is just like they're so inviting and they're so lovely and it's just so awesome. It's like there is good leadership set up here because I could tell in the people before I've even met the pastor. I already know. Right. You know when we were at, at Arkansas and we were there for a couple of days before we met the the head pastor, and we just knew like we're like man these people are awesome. Yeah. They're like, man, they've got a good a good pastor here. Same with Pastor Randy. Like, you know, walking in, if you ne- if you hadn't met him yet until after service, you walk in, 
you're greeted at the door. You're greeted by security. You're greeted at the door. You're greeted at the coffee shop. People are giving you hugs and you're invited in. It's like, oh, I know that that there's a good leader here. You already know because it reflects in you, you go into a grocery store and their employees are terrible and everybody's in a bad mood and nobody knows what's going on and nobody wants to help you. Guess what? It's probably because their leader isn't great and they're mirroring what their leader does. And that's the way it's been. And I don't, I don't know what's going on and we'll never be sponsored by Walmart, but (laughs) (laughs) like every Walmart, Walmart. I know every Walmart and it doesn't matter who's managing it. Like every Walmart that I go into, it's poor customer service. That's dirty. And bathrooms are just, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Walmart. Since we're on Walmart. Since we're there. One thing I don't understand. This is a multi-million dollar, billion dollar company, right? Correct. (laughs) Probably. Please explain to me why each area, electronics, jewelry, whatever, doesn't have at least one employee there. Please help me understand. A couple of weeks ago, I went to Walmart and I stood, I am not joking with y'all, for 35 minutes at the jewelry counter. Mm-hmm. Like six times I had to hit the button. Need help? Hit the button. Right. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I go talk to another lady in the food. Hey, I'm, I'm over at jewelry. Like I've hit mm-hmm. the button a few times. Mm-hmm. I try to stay calm because I get it. People get busy or you're shorthanded, whatever. Yep. I've been over here for a while. Like I'm, I've hit the button a few times. Okay, I'll call them. Okay, thank you so much. Go back and stand. Ten minutes go by. Hit the yep. button again. Right. I go to the same lady. Um, Ma'am, did you? Oh, I called. Did you not get nobody? No, that's why I'm standing here. Nobody is over there. <laughs> yes. And I, I I, stood there just at the counter, just looking around, 180 degrees, just looking, okay? For 35 minutes, I didn't see an employee at, of Walmart. Our Walmart is not that big. Right. And I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not pointing anybody out. I'm not saying anything about anybody. I understand you get busy. Everything gets crazy. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. Please. I'm not attacking <laughs> Malden Walmart. Y'all, I'm telling you, there's some great people up there and, and some yeah. people that I love that work there. I get it. But I am standing there and I did not see for almost 40 minutes at a single Walmart employee. Yeah. That is bad not management. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. Like there's no excuse for that whatsoever. Right. There's not. And then I can't finally catch. Oh, I'm so sorry. I guess my radio was off. I'm like, I mean, I guess so. Well, and you know, when it when it comes to you know things like that, it comes down, at least in my opinion, it comes down to two things. It comes down to either one or a combination of both: a work ethic or a just a does um, a want. A want to do the job, yeah, and you don't you don't get that a lot these right. days. You are you might you might get someone with a somewhat decent work ethic. You might get someone that just wants to work. You'll never get, especially nowadays. You'll probably never get both. But I mean, there's this, and that's what so many places I've been to. It's like come across people that work there, and they just hate it. Yeah, like I I get it. You you know. Unless you are doing the thing that you love to do and you're getting paid to do it, by all means, everyone's going to have those bad days at the job. And some people are going to have that bad day every day just because they don't like their job. But, I mean, I hate saying, well, if you don't like it, just quit. But, I mean, you kind of got to get to a point where, like, okay, I'm hating life. Something's got to change. Man, what I really love is when something like that happens and and a manager does all they can to make it right. Right. Hey, we're so sorry about that. Hey, we're going to give you a, a, a coupon or we're going to help you out or we're going to do right. something. I'm going to give you my employee discount or whatever. Like go above and beyond to try to, because that is going to happen. It's inevitably mm-hmm. going to happen. Like people are going to mess up. People are going to call in and you're not going to have an area. But those managers that try to go above and beyond and say, that is good. And again, that, that reflect, people see that. Mm-hmm. Right. They go, I will come back. Even I stood here for 40 minutes, but you tried to make it right. I'll be back right. just because of you. Yeah, that, that will happened, change everything. That happened to us at Outback Steakhouse. The worst server in the history of servers, but the manager did. She, could, I mean, our meal cost us like three bucks. So all we had to do is pay for something. I don't remember, but yeah. but yeah, it was just making it right. Yeah, and that's all you can do yep. at that point is like, that's our bad. Yep, we're we're going to try and fix it. And so. that same thing, same thing happened to us at um um um, 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 um
<laughs> he had to say the slogan. That's right. That's right. Uh, where yeah, we sat for like forty minutes and <laughs> we still have our food and, and you know we told uh, we had to find somebody like hey we've been sitting here we haven't got the order yet and you know got them over there ordered got our food all that and they're like no it's on the house I want to you know make yeah. it right and it's like I will be back here right. I, everything else had just got wiped clean right because you you try to make it right everything else got wiped clean because it was to the point where we're like we'll never come back here again right. like it's just that's crazy. All that went out the window as soon as he can. Hey, we just want to make it right. Like we're we're gonna take care of it. We're sorry about that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You you got another customer. I will be back here just because of that. And yeah. I've, I've been to a couple of Fazoli's that Fazoli's like, Fazoli's <laughs> where you can get cannolis. For, no, you can't. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, I don't think so. So anyway, never seen it on the menu. They, uh, but the two that I've been to recently, they were just phenomenal customer service. Yeah. And I, I, I will absolutely go yep. there. Oh, yeah. I yep. in a while. Man, That's what I was about to say. I haven't seen, well, like, where's Fazoli? Oh, well, of There's course. There's one in Cape. There's one in okay. Bluff. See, I thought the one in Bluff went out. I, I just know. maybe I ignore it every there. time I go by. Well, the one good. in Cape, is that's the one in front of uh, Schnooks, I think. Well, when when Schnucks. when when Taco Taco is looming <laughs> in the background, every other restaurant goes out the window. <laughs> He's like, got oh. tunnel vision. Black side. Oh, that's, that's the way so I am with chins. Yeah. I've, chins. I feel like in, in, in those uh, moments, or really, really with anything, you want to create such a hassle-free space yeah. for anyone that's uh, – trying to enjoy, you know, if it's a church service or if it's at a restaurant. I mean, that's kind of the goal. You want whoever you're trying to invite there, you want them to have zero hassle. Right. Yeah, you want to make it as enjoyable as possible. And that's in management. That's your job is a firefighter. That You're there to put out fires. You know, whatever comes up, you deal with it. Oh, yeah. Tommy Gavin style. I don't know who that is. That's Rescue Me. Look it up. Oh. Anything else on y'all's heart? Just that pink hat. Yeah. Zaley going to be mad you stole it from her. It even oh. looks like the same size. Hit the button. <laughs> Hit I'm the sorry, button. I can't. I, it just it's bothering me. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Almost Brothers are going to be looking for two new hosts. So send in your emails as soon as you can. We love you. Hey, listeners. We just want to thank you for your continued support for the Almost Brothers podcast. Do us a favor and go to your favorite platform and rate us and like us and share with everyone that you know. Thank you so much. Love you.